Come with us, my friends, into the world of I Don't Get It, the pop culture get-off-my-lawn cast, featuring the open-minded musings of two mid-40s curmudgeons, staring at the prospect of entertainment irrelevance and Christmas, presumably. Yes, this is a special Christmas spectacular. <laughs> I don't know if I can This is the I Don't Get It Christmas spectacular <laughs> with an appropriate topic. It's featuring Norman Fell, Gavin McLeod, the Lander yes. sisters. I don't know. Exactly. It's too much pressure. So I am your co-host, Bill Scurry of American Caesar Enterprises, which is a mom and pop vaccine manufacturer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I am joined as always. <laughs> and business is booming. I am joined as always by this man. I am Noah Tardo, uh, founder, senior quiz master of the big quiz thing, the trivia game show, spectacular. No, you know what the hardest uh, uh, piece of our remit is right now is those little glass vials. That's that's the toughest part. It's hard to get the. So it's harder to get the vials than to get. Because apparently the problem right now is like, all right, well, we made vaccines. How do we get them to people? Well, yeah, the shipping um, is part of it. But the idea that the glass itself. The glass, vi- that's a problem. Okay. I yeah, there's, there's a thing. I was reading this article in New Yorker this week about how apparently they had to custom, gli- custom grind this glass so that it Chemo. doesn't shed. It's non-reactive with the virus. They require Does whole- everything have to be a challenge? What the fuck? It, Come on, Really? This is it's not a flu shot, you know. I, they have to make it like sort of platonically perfect. So apparently, the the glass the glass blowing industry has been ravaged by COVID, among many other industries. Yeah, is there a word for that? The, is it glacier? I don't know, glacier would that be the word for that industry? Well, it's usually. I, so I went to a summer camp that had a glass blowing studio, and I blew glass several times. I've also watched. There's some glass blowing competition show that I watched a few times. It's called like blowing it or blow it or getting blown. <laughs> I'm sure there's some double entendre here. I can't but, back that uh, up. But glass blowing is a fascinating process. Um, it is. I saw pretty, it when I, when I went to Venice. There's an island uh, called Morana, which just does that. Yeah. That's their heritage. Morana glass. Yeah. yeah. Watched. And, and, you know, they call that the glory hole, which I was surprised. The glory hole, yeah, yeah. I knew it to be something else before I saw the actual glass Yeah, no, I, I, when I blew glass, I stuck my wand in the glory hole. Yeah. <laughs> well, Noah, speaking of uh, sticking things where it doesn't belong, uh, our... <laughs> Our topic this week, we are coming off of our last episode was about something that, you know, had, it wasn't just some fucking, you know, making sourdough bread. We talked about something with real import, uh, the flat earthers. But this time we're talking about something that was got to be a little timely about two, three weeks ago. We're We're going from the earth to the heavens. Yes. Right. The the very heavens. We're going to thunder the pillars of heaven and watch the walls of Jericho tumble. We are discussing Hillsong Church. Uh, which is an Australian uh, ecumenical enterprise. So you guys may have heard about this recently or or over the last few years because this was one of those uh, Justin Bieber-adjacent things that I think it was introduced into yeah. the American pop culture uh, ecosphere because it had celebrity adherence, as most things are brought to you by the cult of personality, which is probably yeah. only— It's really telling when, when you talk about a church and within the first 30 seconds you mention Justin Bieber right. because that's yeah. really how Jesus intended it. He was uh, right. I think that was in uh, two Corinthians. They mentioned just yes, two Corinthians. Yeah, two yeah. Corinthians. 
So Hillsong Church, for those of you uh, who are just following at home with us, is a mega church. You all know what that is. If you're living in the Western Anglo world, you probably know what the definition of a mega church is. So this was founded in the 1980s in Australia, uh, which is and this church has metastasized. Uh, emphasis on me. I picked those words. Metastasized around the world, <laughs> spreading a message of prosperity-based, charismatic Pentecostalism with an oh. emphasis on pop, sort of worshipful, devotional music. It was founded by. By, uh, these two people who I assume now are in their older years, a, uh, a man and a woman named Brian and Bobby, B-O-B-B-I-E, Houston or Houston? I don't know. I guess they pronounce it Houston in Australia. There's no such thing as Houston per se. I, I, I was always under the impression that it's always Houston except for the street in New York. And England too. It's Houston Street. That's we got Really? Our, it's Houston in... It's okay, Houston in the UK. That's why I thought about perhaps, it. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. Wherever this is, uh, it was in a town in New South Wales. These two people popped up in the 80s and decided to do this. So they refined their worship techniques and they augmented it with marketing and contemporary youth-based worship music. And they became wealthy and, and renowned and famous beyond belief. And at the same time, you're not going to have trouble believing this for a second, but they were rife with scandals. Rife. 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 Rife fines. is such a good word. That's great. Such a good that's word. great. Yeah, so totally but 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 the scandals, that's an ages-old narrative that encompasses all megachurches and recent vintages of, 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 of what we would describe as end-of-days Christianity, which I believe is the term for this type of uh, worship. There are a lot of celebrity adherents in the US, in, including Justin Bieber, Selena Goez, the Kardashians. In fact, I think one of the members of this church might have officiated um, the the Kardashian West nuptials, as it were. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Jonas was a member of this, and the uh, Oklahoma OK Thunder uh, ball player Kevin Durant have all been seen yeah. uh, at worship. Ty- Tyler Perry apparently donated millions of dollars to them. Oh wow, I had no idea. Yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. The reason why we're discussing this today, this has been around for a while. Why is it sort of I don't get it worthy? Well, because there's this uh, gentleman from the South. I believe he's a Virginia originated pastor. This guy named Carl Lentz, who managed to um, step up through the ranks of this church. He became a celebrity pastor. He sort of has this uh, douchebag jagoff look where the guy dresses like he's a uh, supreme uh, catalog model. He has he has an eminently punchable face. Yes, uh, I think even John John the Baptist would smack this guy if he came yeah. to earth. Al- although I will up. say, sorry, I will say I saw a photo of him where my thought was, hey, he looks a little like Bill. <laughs> Google, there's a photo. I think this is sort of in part of his, we'll get to this, like his his mea culpa, but yeah. a photo of him with his family where he's wearing a suit with a bow tie and glasses. Oh, and he wow, looks okay. he looks like your douchey cousin. My Google douchey that. cousin. Uh, you know, I've yeah. often said that I'm stepping down to spend more time with your family now. Yes, I have yes, said that in the past. Friend. Right, okay, good. <laughs> so anyway, this guy, Carl Lentz, this is where the narrative uh, goes exactly where you think it's going to go. Uh, he fell from grace recently and took the church with him to some degree with revelations that he was stepping out on his wife with a Muslim jewelry designer from Brooklyn. So think of what's going on here. This man was at the high. I didn't read that she was Muslim. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's Palestinian, well, Palestinian wow. American. She came over when she was much younger. Uh, yeah, so this guy who, who managed to navigate to the highest turrets of power in this mega church, you're talking about bringing in millions of dollars a year. Uh, and so he uh, hit the turf, crashed. Uh, under the scandal that has been played out, we're gonna we're gonna get to this. We can we can go through all the various iterations that you've already lived through. This is only the most recent version of this thing. So, like I said, Lentz himself cultivated a rebellious streetwear image, and and he was termed, and I use this in quotes, the hip pastor, which apparently I guess is like a job, requ- like you can actually put that on your taxes now, like a hip pastor. This church 
in in addition to uh, harboring uh, pederasts and adulterers and murderers, yes, yes. And jackals, there was a, there was a. Let's be honest here. You know, you're not exaggerating. Well, you're exaggerating about the murders, as far as I know. But in Australia, there was a big scandal. Brian Houston's father, who had founded a different church that later merged with it, was credibly accused of sexually molesting young boys, and he resigned. But uh, there were cover-ups, and Brian Houston covered it up. So fuck him too. I, I'm talking about this flip, and I'm being glib about this. None of it's flip. This is so yeah. outrageous. Well, it's, but it's but you you said murderers and whatever. Let's be clear of what they're really being accused of. They're not no, being accused true. of murder. They are being accused of child abuse, and that's important to to <laughs> right. talk about that. So so this church, uh, they used to have, I believe it was the uh, New York and Los Angeles uh, arenas. They used to have, they would have a demarcated uh, celebrity New York, section. New York and Boston. New York and Boston. New York and Boston, okay. So they would have a, a, a demarcated celebrity section where they would, they would uh, almost like a velvet rope, right? Between yes, because uh, a VIP section is what Jesus really wanted. Yeah. Bottle service in the church of yeah. holy water is yeah. what they want. A holy water is Catholic. That's not <laughs> what this thing is. But yeah, so the laity of this church were, 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 were uh, rankled because it's like they did equate this to like, is this a club? That sort of thing. So this guy Lentz, Carl Lentz, was tossed on his ass. Uh, the church still faces plenty of heat. And also the the now everyone's looking at it as this representation of, again, in, in America, it's an old saw. This thing that keeps recurring over and over and over again. But I mean, I, I can't think of another worship body and, 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 you know, some sort of ecumenical entity that's been put in front of us with this uh, gloss of Justin Bieber and, and, you know, whatever type of, um, you know, simpering form of, of pop notoriety is on top of it. So I, I thought that was worth of, worthy of, of giving, uh, you know, an hour of, a, you know, I don't get it. But I'm, I'm very curious because Noah comes at this from a number of different things. And again, he put question marks in the text thread when I suggested this. So I'm really interested in where your research got you with this. Yeah. I mean, let, let's be clear about the scandal here. It's it's the child abuse thing is awful, but it's more adjacent because that was the Australian branch and that was a while ago. Lentz resigned in November after it came out about his affair and then it came out about other affairs, right? So he yes. resigned. Yes. He, moved to, he moved to California. He up and moved to California. It came out that it was never revealed to the press at the time, but two years ago, there were letters sent to the people who run the church of abuse within the church, not just of sexual harassment, of volunteers being treated like crap by the staff, you know, uh, made into chauffeurs and babysitters. And yes, every religious institution has volunteers, but this were volunteers being abused of a woman who is an adherent coming out as bisexual and being pressured into credible accusations of, 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 of really vicious homophobia. Some pretty awful stuff, and might I add, some pretty cliche stuff. Uh, really making this sound like a cult. We're out of the textbook, the pre-suicide textbook of Jim Jones, a textbook of Father Divine, an old American tradition of religious, you know, adjacent to what's going on in our politics now. Supposed holy men using their position to enrich themselves. You know, the, the top brass at Hillsong Church, including Lentz, flying around on private jets while other people had to had to beg for scraps. I don't know how much the church has suffered. They claim that they get still get throughout the pandemic, you know, they moved all their um, services online. So they claim they get well, 150,000 attendees weekly online. And before it, they would get 9,000 people a week at United Palace Theater up in Washington Heights in New York. And also when people came and complained, they got gaslit. You know, they got the, oh, you don't understand the way religion works. Fuck you. Lentz quits, but he frames it all as 
the whole problem is the adultery. Oh, I betrayed my wife and my kids and I'm in therapy and blah, 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 blah. It's not about the bad habits that attended to the adultery. It's simply that he broke this one rule of scripture. You know, he's going to try a comeback once he when my wife forgives me, we have worked on our marriage, blah, 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 blah. It's also telling that apparently for years, uh, he had some friction with Houston, Brian Houston, who still runs the, the main church in Australia. And But Houston's problems weren't with the abuse within the church, weren't within the gaslighting, weren't within the mistreatment of parishioners. It was with the celebrity culture. There was some video of uh, Lentz, you know, partying with Bieber and drinking shots and apparently that scandalized the old-fashioned people in the church, right? You know, that, that's the problem. You're yeah. drinking shots. In New Zealand, yeah. You're, you're hoisting tequila right. to your lips, yeah. Not really adhering to the words of Jesus. And fucking stealing and, th- and thefting. Right, and, and, yeah. right. And, and look, we're, we're, we're Jesus-splaining here, but we always explaining something on this show. Uh, so this is bad. I don't like it. It's a combo of two very toxic and unfortunately common things in our culture and in many cultures, which is the use of religion for insincere and avaricious purposes and celebrity culture. And you put those together and you get a cult. And while no one's being killed here, I don't think it's far off to say this has some really culty elements. And cults are almost by definition abuse. Again, look, every church, every religious institution, every you know, business getting off on the ground thrives a lot on volunteers and people busting their ass. I think that's okay in certain circumstances, but I say that coming from a place of privilege, but, you know, only if the people are being treated well, and apparently they were being treated very badly. Also, a lot less dire, this guy's just a raging douchebag. The punchable face, the Saint <laughs> leather jacket, VIP yeah. section at a church. I've watched some of his guys' Instagram videos. He's a fucking dipwad. Never mind you're cheating on your wife. Never mind you're sexually harassing people who are turning to you for spiritual guidance. There's a goddamn motherfucking pandemic going on. What are you doing fucking random people? There's a fucking pandemic. Stop fucking people. Fuck the people who live in your house. That's it. Unless they're your children or otherwise your non-marriage relatives. My problem with this... Oh man, you know I I I can't lie about this, and you know at me if you want, guys. But I sort of feel like organized Christianity, quite honestly, has become an enemy of of, of common society at this moment. So I have. I, a I re- mean, I, I'm glad you say organized. I mean, there, there's the good Christians are still out there, but man, I wish they but were I, speaking with a louder bullhorn because they're getting drowned out. I'm sorry, but it doesn't make a difference. They're not. And and for the most part, our picture of Christianity are those who would attempt to subvert anything good in society for power right now. And so Hillsong, they, they don't they're not all but saying that they, you know, made sure that their you know, their their people were all out there voting red. Prosperity gospel is Prosperity the gospel. biggest load. It's like, hmm, what do I like? How can I convince people that Jesus wants to push the shit I like? It's disgusting. It is, but I'm I'm already suspect of Pentecostal because I think it is a very almost distinctly American strain, much the same way as uh, Latter Day Saints. You know, LDS was a religion born in America, and that might well be the most American thing besides. I don't know, potato chips and, and heart disease. The fact that we invented a religion. Potato and se- chips are pretty British, man. They love potato okay. chips. But you know, my point is that LDS says that the Garden of Eden was inside Missouri somewhere. It's like way to grab the, the you know Bible and, and yeah. say, this is right. how important America is, is that the Bible yes. took place in America. So Pent- Pentecostalism is a pretty specific charismatic version of Christianity that really popped up, I would say, at the beginning of the last century. And I think it was in California, there was just the, the idea of the revivals. These people got up there and they were doing in these big barn burners 
And it, it was it was the first Doors concert of its day. Is what these guys were. <laughs> You'd follow the, these crazy people would whip people up, and that's the invention of glossolalia. These things didn't exist before like the eighteen nineties. Yeah. Glossolalia, fucking glossolalia. I'm glad that people yeah. are getting hip to this now. I, I know that there are people who watched that video it was a month and a half ago, where Trump's personal pastor was recorded doing gloss. That blonde lady was doing glossolalia, and people wondered what the fuck is this. And it's like, welcome to Christian. That's what glossolalia is, and that's what Christians are in a lot of ways. This is a great poll from the New York Times article I read about this. They said um, the Hillsong Church and its own particular, you know, version of Pentecostal. Is, is, is it's, its great innovation was to offer urban Christians a religious environment that did not clash with the rest of their lives so that you could mm-hmm. exercise this environment without actually having to do anything. You could just say you were an adherent to this form of life without giving up a single yeah. thing or making yeah. any... Yeah. You didn't have yeah. to make it... Ama- it's the yeah. American way. Yes. What you like and what you love is patriotism. It's God. You need to make no apologies, no sacrifices. Remember after 9-11... The best thing you could do for the country right now is go shopping. Yeah. Fuck you. There's this modern Anglo sorry, culture. Sorry, sorry. No, it's sorry. fine. We're gonna go there. We're already. We're not yeah, gonna go there. We're gonna go there. This modern. We're, Anglo- we're there. We are we're there. We're in the middle of it. This yeah. an- modern Anglo culture where where people want some salad bar version of ecumenical life, right? You want this feature, but not that feature, right? You want you want love for all God's creatures, but right. not the, not the avowed opposition to abortion, homosexuality, etc. Right. Right. Uh, I I stand against homosexuality because my religion tells me to. I'm fine with charging interest. Uh, I don't want... Why not say God says I... You're violating my religion by not letting me keep slaves. I mean, the hypocrisy is just off the charts. Yeah. So there's there's so much that's disgusting uh, about this. I mean, I'm not even getting into fucking Lentz because I can't say the case against Lentz you made perfectly. I, I mean, that's... I. Ibid, co-signed. I said the exact same Thank thing. You. But but Thank you guys know. You guys know of the Bakers. You guys know about Jimmy Swaggart. You guys know about Joel Osteen. This is the same. And that's the cliche thing, the, re- the repetition you just mentioned before, Noah, and how this is a repeat of programs that you've been watching since the mid-80s, watching Tammy Faye Baker blink her, her mascara-choked eyes through tears as they conceded to sin, and they went right back to the shit that they were doing. Jim Baker is still on TV begging you for money now. He's an old man. And Tammy Faye's dead. And his kid's out there as a tattoo. Is Tammy Faye pet. dead? Tammy Faye's been dead, yeah, for a couple of years. They divorced. And then she died of cancer. I knew cancer. they divorced. I think she died Do you remember decade. when her son was doing a, a, a uh, Pete's Candy Store? Remember that bar in Williamsburg? Her son was doing like, their son was like leading a revival thing at Pete's Candy Store every Sunday. Yeah, well, he's still he's still doing it. He's become rock and roll he's hip still pastor. doing that? Really? Yes, of course. because. Wow. Well, first of all, it's the family heritage. Second of all, it's extremely wow. lucrative. And he gets to be this guy who wears a wool beanie and tattoos yeah. and say he's the tattoos, fucking... Tattoos, yeah. Yeah, all that bullshit. All that fucking garbage. The garbage of image where they're peddling the same snake oil to you. You know, yeah. all these fucking moral scolds who are sitting here blaming hurricanes on homosexuality. These guys are doing the yeah. exact same thing. The difference is, is that this guy doesn't come out and say the quiet parts. He says the loud parts loud, keeps the quiet parts quiet. Also, he's he, he dresses up in hipster clothing yeah. in a way that these people don't. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is a fraud. This is inhumane. This is anti-intellectual. This is everything that's wrong with everything. And again, I I am in a mood about about organized Christianity, about organized religion in general. But I think organized as somebody who grew up in a Catholic environment, and I I know the whip, the scourge of I've never faced it myself, but I see how destructive it's been in the Northeast. How much the tendrils of Catholicism are sort of left over, affecting the law of otherwise urbane places like New York and Boston and and you know cities in the Northeast. It's 
it's like Roman Catholic has got its hands all over everything. And it's a fucking irrelevant institution at this point. It's the Christians are the ones who can put a president in. Those are the guys we got to watch out for because this is a fucking danger. It is an outright danger yep. to yep. to civil can... to, to public life to health to to health yeah. not even just civil liberties yeah. and notions it's like quite literally these are people going out and coughing on you because they don't want to wear masks. Do you think Jesus would have worn Rick Owens? Often people ask about that the fashion stuff, and the only reason why they ask because they're just not used to seeing it church where people look like normal people. So our question now is why is it popular? Although I guess it's possible that in the coming weeks, months, maybe years, it will become less popular. But why were people attracted to Hillsong in the first place? Why did the celebrities glom onto it? Well, this is the thing going at it, going again, going back to that brief discussion of Pentecostalism, going back to the uh, early 20th century, late 19th, early 20th century. I think that there's a there's some appeal, which is a fucking boggling mystery to me that some, you know, I should all, Pentecostals are also snake handlers. It's not just snake handlers, yeah. but it's also snake handlers. Didn't a bunch of them recently renounce snake handling? I thought they did. Yeah, but it's like you're talking about all these splinter churches in the South, like in backwoods yeah. Alabama and, New, and, and, you know, Louisiana. They're still handling snakes. You know, this is the way it's always been done. It's the way it's always going to be done. It's like a John yeah. Sayles I, movie, know, you know? I don't want to say, oh, these people are crazy. They're handling snakes. You know, whatever. I wear a beanie on my head when when I celebrate my religion. Like yeah, it's Yeah, I mean one of one of those things who cares? the beanie's not gonna bite you with a with a neurotoxin. So, you know Okay. Just, I, last time I checked. Okay. Last time you checked. I don't know. I've been bitten by some beanies. Bitten by a beanie. That's my favorite Ramon song. So I all right, I think that if, if you have little to no internal resources and you're ready to be hornswoggled by a snake oil vendor from the old west who's who's, you know, running a wagon from town to town that the side opens up with all these vials and right. ampules and tinctures. Right. This And then Michael Jackson arm wrestles a big strong guy and beats <laughs> yeah. it. And then you you run the scam in the next town. So this looks it I it was a good video. If you guys Yeah, it's a great one. Google proof question. Go look at that, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So this 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 looks like Jesus by way of Abercrombie and Fitch. You know, pros prosperity, <laughs> serenity, good works, the Bible, music, grooving, clapping, strength in numbers. Yeah. And, and, and by and, the way, their music has been like in Australia, especially they, the albums that this church has produced. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. song we started off with was a monster number one hit in Australia. Yeah. They're like mainstream music stars in Australia. And selling a ton of records here. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, Noah filled me in on that before we went hot with the microphones of saying that. I mean, I mentioned up front that that like, you know, music production is is a is a you know an element of this, but they are a, a they're like the the brill building. It's like they is a is a monstrous <laughs> success, except for Jesus music. Yes. Yeah, so, the, the the Pentecostal Phil Spector is working behind the scenes. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here shitting out and throwing... What I'm, I'm trying to say, that's why it's popular, is because, is because you're in this church and it's telling you, here's prosperity, here's serenity, here are good yeah. works, here's the Bible, yeah. here's music, here's clapping, yeah. here's grooving. Everything here's, you already like. Yeah, strength in numbers. And, and yes. I think ultimately what, what charismatic Christianity offers you is the ultimate lock-solid confidence that you are always correct because Jesus loves yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think it's any more complicated than that, Noah. Everybody needs something to believe in. Everyone needs something to glom onto. In Western culture, the United States and Australia and many other places, Christianity has a, a, the biggest head start anything to believe in can have. You know, millions and millions of people are already predisposed to look to Jesus as someone, something to explain everything to them. And then you make the good point of this form of Christianity makes it easy for you. You need to apologize for nothing. Or if you do, it's a simple apology. You need to change nothing. You are holy in your flaws. 
your greed, your homophobia. What separates Hillsong from the other more powerful, I guess more mainstream Christian sects is the marketing, the salesmanship. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I'm a firm believer that religion needs to serve people, not the leaders, people. This is why we have separation of church and state. Yes, it's to protect the state, but it's also to protect the church. Because if religion is serving the leaders and not serving the people, it is pointless. Religion needs to serve people. It needs to meet people where they are. This is why Catholicism is making itself irrelevant. It is not meeting people where they are. Now, you meet them where they are, but you don't forgive everything they do. You meet them where they are, and then you take them where they need Catholicism to go. Catholicism is historically poor at this. This has never been the point of Catholicism, which is why it has not aged well over the last hundred years. Right, exactly. You know, I mean, Jesus, you want to stick marriage advice from an old guy who's never gotten laid? Give me a fucking We took here. away Latin. We put it in English. What more do you people want? So the salesmanship, I don't begrudge a salesmanship. I don't even begrudge Carl Lentz for his 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 douche master outfit he wears uniform <laughs> if that's how you reach people that's how you reach people but the celebrity culture the name dropping is is just really gauche but the real issue is the abuse if he looked like this if he hung out with justin bieber if he was mr douche master but he was actually teaching what i thought were valuable important lessons and not enriching himself and not abusing his volunteers i'd say good on him he's helping people but it really sounds like he's not. It's giving people what they want. And then, of course, everything we always talk about the show, things are popular because they're popular. Celebrity culture is the most powerful force in the universe. More powerful than sex. They bring people along with that. Hey, I want to be part of Justin Bieber's thing. I want to be part of, you know, Kevin Durant's thing. There has to be more to this story. It can't just be like one thing, right? Well, it turns out this might not have been an only one-time thing. And it also turns out that he might have been doing this with some of the members of the church. And it also turns out he had a girlfriend. Noah Tarno, tell me, would you have liked Hillsong Church if you were a younger person? No, absolutely not. For a few reasons. But the number one reason is I'm a big old Jew boy. And, uh, you know, someone just the other day asked me if I had ever gotten a Christmas tree growing up or if my sister got a Christmas tree. And I was like, what? No. And I've been asked that before. I think a lot of people just view Christianity as America. And I, I have no standing to say it, but I feel like if I were Christian, I'd be offended by that. I'm not Christian. Well, but it's part of the power do, cult, you know? If, if you... But I am... And look, I think Christmas people, uh, Christian, Christmas people, Christian people getting Christmas trees is great. I support that. I've helped friends buy and decorate Christmas trees. That's totally fine. If you're a Christian home, get a Christmas tree. I'm all for that. But I'm a Jew and my home is a Jewish home. And my family's homes are Jewish homes. I'll tell you a funny story I thought about. In college, I was studying religion. And I said to my buddy, Colin Lacasio, and I said, you know, in my opinion, all worthwhile religions all boil down to the same two words. Be nice. Your religion, you know, have whatever tradition you want, ceremony, dress it up however you like. It should all boil down to be nice. And Colin said to me, he's like, well, you can make an argument that Christianity boils down to two different words. Love Jesus. And I said, you know, I really hope it doesn't. This is how you get into cults. When it's not about works or what someone says, it's about, you know, where it's not about what the church does. It's about the leaders. And now we get into America these days. Patriotism is about, you know, respecting the flag. It's not about what the flag stands for. Or what people do about, in its name. Yes. Right. What people do, you know, that, that they're... The flag is a piece of cloth. It is a symbol. And yes, Jesus was not just a man. He was the son of God, according to their liturgy. And 
okay, I, if that's what you believe, I will respect that. I guess he was just a vessel. It seems to me the reason Jesus was is worshipped is because of what he said and what he did. And what just becomes about Jesus and not what he said he did, then I think you're you're going down a wrong path. And when it becomes about Carl Lentz being a hotshot and being dreamy and and being, you know, hanging out with celebrities and being cool and not about what Carl Lentz is really saying and what he's really doing and what he's really saying and what he's really doing is undermining his supposed message. Well, there you have a problem and there your church is corrupted because it's not just Lentz. So, you know, this is how you get cults. It's not about what Jim Jones said. It's about Jim Jones and we will follow him unto death. And we all have to be celibate, but Jim Jones is out there fucking his parishioners, male and female. This is why I bring up Joel Osteen. It's the same thing. Where's this prosperity-based gospel? I looked this up when I was doing the research for this episode. I saw something, a word, a turn of phrase I'd, ne I'd heard before I'd never quite understood. The term, the full gospel. I'm not so sure if you've ever heard of this before. The full gospel, or something called the four-square gospel, is a very uh, real term that the, that the Christians, in these cases, believe in, which is there are four tenets from the Bible. It's almost Talmudic, where the Bible is correct, these two these two other verses I can't recall are correct, and then the third, the fourth one is that Jesus is going is to come back and save those who are um, who give themselves to him. You know, what you just said about adherence to love Jesus, that is precisely what a lot of Pentecostals do. It's not necessarily yeah. what you do, yeah. it's the idea that how how fervent are you yeah. as an avowed right. believer? And you're seeing this in politics now, and it is fucking disturbing. Yeah. We we don't give a shit what Trump does or what Trump says. We give a shit about Trump. It's it's awful. It's a cult. It's it's and and cult in my mind equals abuse. It's just So if I need to say this, I would not yes. have been into this. It's it, this is cynical, this is tedious, it's anti-intellectual, no. it's inhumane, it's no. fraudulent and as, as as a young person, I had even less patience for this bullshit than I do now and I do not have very much patience today for it. Did he tell you he loved you? Yes, he did. Did you love him? Mhm. Mm this morning, the woman who says she was the mistress of Carl Lentz, formerly known as Justin Bieber's hipster pastor from Hillsong Church, is speaking out. Is the rise of Hillsong Church, the possible fall of Hillsong Church, the possible rise again of Hillsong Church? Are any of these phenomena a sign of the apocalypse? I think that these end time Christian adherents clearly wish it was because a lot of what we, you know, is not being said in America today is that the Christians act in this vacuum of they're they're waiting to be raptured. That's why they do these things. It doesn't matter if, if the rivers run dry and if there's uh, heavy metals in your water and, uh, you know, if there's rampant abuse and, and inhumanity, it's because you're just sitting here clocking time until Jesus comes back to, to raise you up. But that's not what you're asking for. You're not asking for the Christian apocalypse. You're looking for the ecumenical, no, the non-ecumenical yeah. secular humanist no, no. apocalypse. No, I don't, I don't think so. This, this in fact, is painfully boring and repetitious. It's the same vintage yeah. of snake oil. Yeah. These are the same bottles. Yes. It's very cliche. It's it is. very cliche. This yeah. has been snapped up by gullible audiences for well over a century. This is a hell of their own making without any awareness or, or irony of, of history repeating like like a centrifuge spinning around 10,000 revolutions per, per per you know minute no not an apocalypse at all and and the thing is it's like if it was an apocalypse it would have ended it would have been washed off the earth but it's up to me and you to keep giving wit like in Uatu the watcher we just have to sit here from our you know wearing our toga on the moon looking at people doing this shit over and over again <laughs> The references are great. Um yeah no I I agree this is not the apocalypse because because this is a story that's happened again and again and again and again and again in American history, in Western history. I'm sure there's been some version of it in every other culture of cults. Cults go back probably to the cavemen. 
and telling us that we are the way and worship me and I will reveal all secrets of humanity to you. And I am the light and the way. Yeah, you are great the way you are. And, and you know, you could be holy without doing any good works or without uh, apologizing for anything. I mean, and the leaders take advantage of people, right? The leaders take advantage of their most fervent adherence. Again, we're seeing this right now in politics, talking about taking advantage of. American tradition, I referenced Jim Jones and Father Divine, and um, I'm sure there's some other people I can't uh, David Koresh, right, in our lifetime. Um, you know, that these these guys who, who dress it up specifically in Christianity, and it all becomes about them and their pleasure, flying around on jets and banging whoever they want, and, you know, let me fuck you, I will fill you with the light of Jesus. You know, meanwhile, like... You must toil in the fields all day and you can't have sex with your husband. It's a cliche at this point. And maybe I'm I'm accusing Hillsong of too much because as disgusting as the shit is, you know, no one's drinking Kool-Aid in the jungles of Guyana, poisoned Kool-Aid. And that's that's and the basis. That's the bottom line, I guess, right? That's the, yeah, that's, that's the, the bottom line. That's great. That's the thing, yeah. If you could influence politics in the US, would you take it that far? Yeah. I, I think I've had some some small moments where I've had a chance to do that a little bit. I mean, I'm open to whatever, but I don't think I'll, I'll be doing politics solely, no. Bill, is there any aspect of the Hillsong Church that you are jealous of? No, uh, I'm going to uh, bring up a lot of my notes from the Flat Earth episode we recorded recently because it's like, like the Flat Earth people. I, I, I am ironically jealous of people that can check their critical faculty at the door, submit to the worst <laughs> people on Earth, assume yeah. that yeah. the guy asking for all your money has your best interest at heart. Yeah, and yeah. That, and that you and you enjoy some serene trust, a clear sign that you live on a different planet than I do, populated by a vastly different species of human than I know. It's a sarcastic answer to say, you know, obviously not at all. But I mean, there, there again, the serenity. There must be some fucking serenity that keeps playing out. Why am I immune to it? You know, if it's so powerful, if it's so seductive, how come not for a single second has this stuff ever worked on me? I'd be proud of the fact that it hasn't worked on you, dude. I don't think ignorance is bliss. I don't think these people's lives are any easier. No, but we have the I horror. Really don't. We have the horror of watching them and, and, and being aware of them. And I think inside. But they, but, they, they can't be aware of what we're aware. They don't. They can't know what we know with our distance. You know what I mean? But they have other horrors. You know different, what? Are you, are you jealous horrors. of these people who think coronavirus is a myth? Because they're the ones whose whose parents are dying. I don't listen to what pointy headed scientists tell me. Walk around with your eyes open, man. It's way better. It's way better. I know it sucks, but it's still better. Uh, well, look. First of all, I'm jealous of these people just having sex during the pandemic. Like everything we ever talk about, anything that has packs 9,000 people in a room to sing and dance and listen to what you say and cheer. I'm jealous of that. But um, I'm actually, lately I've been, you know, my business has grown this year and I've been thinking of myself as a leader, right? Like how do I get the people who work for me? How do I motivate them? How do I keep them happy? How do I train them? How do I guide them? You know, how do I operate as a leader? And I'm not the greatest in the world, but I think I'm all right. I think I treat people pretty well, but it's, it's hard. And while I wouldn't want to abuse people, I'd want to be able to Get away with it a little more than I do. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, move the move the goalpost. I see what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, th- th- there's a quote here. There's a quote here. When when they accuse, oh, the volunteers are being treated like crap. Blah 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 blah. There's a quote, abusive environment, and and a representative of Hillsong said that's just how they are. It's their personality culture. I wish I had a little more latitude to get upset 
and people roll with it. And maybe it's just me being hard on myself, but I feel like when I do get upset, when I do get stern with people, that people just understand, look, I'm upset because I'm passionate. I don't think I outright abuse people ever. I just think, look, I'm going to get mad at moments. That's the way it is. You know, I'm the boss. I'm going to get mad. I'm still going to pay you. I'm still going to treat you with respect, but I don't know. I just wish I had more latitude not to abuse people, but to not always be the good guy. So that takes us, yes. All right. That finally takes us to our last thing. It's something called- Finally. The, something called the fallo, the fallopian scale. Is that what you said? It, 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 uh, fallopian. Of, fallopian. The fallopian. The fallopian I, You know scale. what? Here's the thing. I think we should change it to the fallopian scale. Because <laughs> we've got more and more topics that are worse than Jimmy Fallon and and- from my impression, Jimmy Fallon isn't quite as bad as I thought. I think he's gotten a little better. So, uh, you know what? I want to cut Jimmy Fallon a break. Yeah, cut him a break because he really cares. And and absolve, you know, take him out of this equation. So let's just call it the fallopian scale. I'm fine. I, you know, we, we could use it. We can use a little upkeep around here. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not okay with that. Some new, some new uh, curtains, some new furniture, that sort of thing. That'd be great. Uh, so where on the fallopian yeah, scale, fallopian Noah, scale. do you, think, right, that you think that this would fall? This is pretty damn low. This is the bottom of the second to last tier. Now, there are things much lower than it. Because I said this is so much of a cliche since time immemorial, I don't think this is going to destroy society. This is something society has dealt with many times and will deal with again. It's above the newfangled threats that are we're entering uncharted, dangerous waters. Shitposting, deep fakes, flat earth theory, Ryan's world, the really existential threats to all of humanity. It's above those things. But it's below just the big piles of steaming crap like Smosh and EDM and Snapchat. And, and right? the most, the most, the so, earningest uh, man on, on YouTube, Noah, Ryan Kaji. Yeah, no, Ryan, Ryan's world is worse than this. Because it's completely redefining entertainment. But that that news broke. That news broke since the last podcast that so he was named yeah, the, the yeah. biggest earner on the, on YouTube this year. Right. So this is the worst thing that is not going to destroy all of humanity. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, you know, I think this is worse than flat Earth. Uh, really? Why? Yeah. Well, oh, because flat Earth can't. I told you that this is my rationale with the last time. Flat Earth doesn't really affect anything. Uh, flat Earth is like a not a, yet, not yeah, yet. Yeah, let's teach the debate. Why can't we teach the debate in schools? Why Just can't teach, we teach, teach, teach the debate. Maybe the Earth's flat. Maybe it's not. Let's let kids decide for themselves. Teach the controversy. I, I guess if yeah. Flat Earth is a convention filled with men with with expanding midsections and, and bald pates and baseball caps and beards, uh, <laughs> I think that there are way, 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 way more of these frauds around. Hordes yet to come around yeah. every corner. Um, and I mean, you know, this, this is this is the light motif of this episode. No, is that no one ever went broke trying to fire up a prosperity-based megachurch, especially in the United States, especially in an affluent. That's not true. Not true. Well, I mean, all these traveling preachers during the Depression; those guys were eating. No, I'm talking dirt. about in the late in the late 20th century. You're talking eating dirt. Now they may have been doing that. In fact, but you're talking about the Christ. Was that that Crystal Cathedral thing? Franklin yes. uh, Casey. Yeah. What's his face? But but Frederick, but Frederick those Casey people. Yeah. But those people are entertainers, and it's the, the ones who succeed, like Joel Osteen, like Carl Lentz, are the marketing geniuses, right? So plenty of people went broke. You you have to market, right? Yeah, uh, it is. You're right. You're right. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, it's just something really gross about it. Where I I think that Joel Osteen intended on doing that. Who's the other? I'm thinking somebody else. I'm thinking of too. Some Georgia guy. Who's that know. fucking asshole down there? Who's also They're all the a, same. I'm I'm done talking about this. I, I don't have any room for it. Hopefully, we'll get back to uh, sourdough. 
I, this isn't our last episode of the year, presumably. So we hope that, you know, whatever, we're going to do a big year-end spectacular like uh, Noah meant this one to be. Next one will definitely be the year-end spectacular. We well, promise but, you. But I think we had an appropriately Christmassy theme. That's right? true. No, we, we, about, we did. We, we did. talked about Christianity. So um, if you'd like to find past episodes of this very program you're listening to, Look on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. Tweet to us at Noah and Bill Show. Write to us, Noah and Bill Don't Get It at gmail.com. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts. That's how people find podcasts. I'm on Twitter shooting my mouth off, getting in trouble for the very things I say, at William Scurry. And my video content, I have recently done five episodes of my video essay series, American Caesar Salad, about topics in film culture. I am youtube.com slash amcaesar. And here's Noah with his vitals. I am five foot ten. I weigh. <laughs> um, I weigh, I'm at my peak weight, you know. Really? It's still not saying much. Is it hair? What is weight. it? Is it beard weight? I don't get what it is. No, it's it's gut weight it's as I become an old man. Yeah. Gut weight. Right. Uh, bigquizthing.com, my company, the finest in corporate and private trivia events nationwide, all virtual these days, hoping to return to in-person in the new year man december's kicked my ass but in a good way and this afternoon i'm going to be doing my last event not of the year uh but my last event for a couple of weeks thank god I'm, I'm hosting my second virtual bar mitzvah mm-hmm. how about that for you it's your the, own second yes, virtual yes. bar mitzvah. it's sad because the dad i've been talking to the dad and he's like oh this is so depressing you know they wanted to do it outside in the backyard but then california clamped down on that again so it's all virtual He's like, it's depressing. And I, you know, I asked, well, how does the kid feel about it? He's like, oh, he doesn't care. He loves it. I'm like, all right, well, then, you know, isn't that what matters, right? Uh, so I'm trying to bring joy to people. It's succeeding some of the time. So I'm very proud of that. So learn more at bigquizthing.com and, uh, you know, get in touch. Hire us for your own event. So until next week, we, we don't get it. Don't get it. A production of American Caesar Enterprises 2020.